The following content is from two niggas who once again have no idea who is on the double XL freshman class this year. Start the show. Can't name not a one. They still do that? They still do that. Mm. Can't name one. Mm. And them all them and them niggas all look like uh um dark universe versions of Lil Wayne. They all look like Coily Ray, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or or Ice Spice. Or do you know if you, Nope. Okay. I probably won't know who that is until they end up dead. Oh no. I want to say that's fucked up, but that's a hundred percent. That's that's a hundred percent true. I shouldn't laugh at that. I mean, no, that, no it's not. It, it's not funny, but it, it's fucked up. But it's like, damn, that's a point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where we're at right now. Um, niggas plus information plus alcohol equals opinions. While black, your black ass cheat sheet for the week of foolishness and fuckery. I am your boy Oz. I'm D Randall. I, I and that's all I can be. I. Look, I don't know what else they want from me. <laughs> what do you want me to do? What you want me to do? I'm sorry. What more do you want from me? <laughs> they still get on Beyonce's internet and call that and call that man Cry Reese. <laughs> <laughs> and it is the funniest shit I mean, I've ever heard. It's the most significant thing he's ever done. This is true. And he's and he's and now he's currently we're not starting here. And now he's currently going through that same shit he was going through with that last chick mm. with this new chick. Same shit. Oh. Um. Well, they don't. I, well, they don't have a kid together. So, but it, they're going through a divorce settlement, I guess. The the one whose vagina he would stare into and shave. Yes. Yes. And shaved on live. Okay. Let me tell you something. If I shave your shit publicly, it's forever. It's forever. You're not leaving. I'm not leaving. You are not leaving. Not ever. And and if you do leave, we're gonna lie about it in public. Because I'm not get, because I'm not getting left by the chick that I shaved live. Actually, actually, I take all that back. No, I, 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 I don't give a fuck. Actually. I was gonna say also don't do that shit. Yeah, that's that's really the primary thing. Don't do that to begin with. Um, man, it is episode one ninety seven. It is one ninety seven. How was your week, man? What is your What is your mental health one to ten? Still in that eight and a half, nine range. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it's it's pretty it's pretty steady right now. I'm not, you know, you know, knock on wood. I don't I don't really have anything out there in them streets to. No, that's fair. To 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 fuck with me like that. And, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. 
life is what it is. What about yourself? Um, it's fluctuated a bit over the week. Um, coming to grips with some things. Um, reached a little bit of a low point. Mm. I was at kind of a uh, uh, you know I was at kind of a five. Um, just a little bit frustration, a little bit of fear of the future of what's to come or what's not to come. We don't know. Um, hoping this deal goes through. Um, something to, something to, just something I could consider a win going into my birthday. And, you know, you, you get around the right people and, you know, <clears throat> you realize that, every, you know, it, it's a, it's a rough time right now. Yeah. In general, it is a rough time and a lot of people are going through it. And, you know, it doesn't make your problems go away, but it it does help to know you're not alone. Yes, it does. Everybody's got some shit going on. And uh, so I, had to, I just had to pull myself up a little bit, tighten up, and uh, get a better perspective. Um, usually before I come here to record, like that's Saturday or whatever, usually... Usually I about even out, mm-hmm. so I it has fluctuated from about a from about a five to about an eight, okay. Which I would say I'm at now. That's good improvement. Um, as long as you can climb out of that shit. Um, shout out to the new listeners. The fuck are y'all doing here, man? Just what do you have to prove at this point? Maybe the only reason you went from a five to an eight. <laughs> Looking forward to these motherfuckers every week. Uh, that's true too. Uh, shout out to the new listeners. Shout out to the old listeners. Um, the first times, the last times, the long times. Uh, maybe the, the returnings. Actually, I had a returning listener mm. who just you know. It, sometimes you just fall behind on all your sometimes, your content. Sometimes you just got to take a break. You know. Yeah, you fall behind on your content. You got other shit going on. Um. But she came back. Uh, shout out to Remy. Um, she Welcome wa- back. Right? I, I got to get that sound. Um, so she wanted us to know that the nigga from Fresh and Fit is not Nigerian. She, yeah. she, and she said this representing the Nigerian delegation. She was like, we don't, we don't know him. He is not Nigerian. <laughs> he is 100% Bayesian. Oh, um, they can have him. We, of the Nigerian delegation, don't fuck with him. I mean, we don't want him. We don't, don't want him either. Don't, we, don't get me wrong. Like we just we we we're glad to have gotten that clarification. Yes. So now we know to ask the Bayesian delegation to encourage him uh, to give up that low and even all over that is doing nothing for uh, his hairline or his skin tone. Just look, man. Black niggas gotta be really careful with that low and even all over. It don't look to, good. Man. It's it's perfectly okay to take it all away. It's like you have a five o'clock shadow on for a ski mask. Damn, it's true. It Damn. don't look good. Um, it is what it is. Shout out to all our niggas on uh, Spotify, yep. SoundCloud, yep. Google. 
uh, iHeart, uh, basically just wherever good content is uh, disseminated. Uh, shout out to all our niggas on You Know What Patreon. Hey, hey. Shout out to Patreon. Shout out to the Discord crew. Um, I meant to, I, I, actually, I meant to shoot them a, a what's up on the way here, but we're here now. So, uh, what up, niggas? Um, did I have any additional shout outs? I thought I did, but I don't. Um, I guess we can go right into giving flowers. Uh, flowers go to one Cardigan Benjamin. What? Uh, Miss Cardi B out here, um, encouraging the community. Um, she went back to her old high school and donated like, I think it was like $300,000 or something. Damn. Um, which is quite a bit, it's quite a bit of money. Damn. That's a lot of money. Let's go. Uh, for, for, a for a high school in the Bronx. Um, but not only did she, uh, donate to, uh, her high school, she went and spoke there. And it wasn't just the usual, you know, stay in school, work hard, uh, don't do drugs bullshit that they usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really getting people, she was getting people right about um, about the real world outside of uh, school. Once, you, once you've been pushed out into the real world. Okay. And giving some people some real shit to think about in terms of credit. I, that was one of the big things I took away from what she was saying. She was saying a lot about uh, maintaining good credit and educa- and encouraging the um, um, role models and whatnot to educate kids on credit early in high school, maybe, maybe before. Because, and she was right. She was like, I honestly... Nobody was teaching us about credit and you get out here and, you know, it's just another way to spend because, and she's right, because a lot, because for the most part, kids spend the first half, first part of their life being consumers. Yeah. Well, for the most part, some people spend the first and the second half. Well, also true (laughs) being consumers and are not incentivized to learn about what it is to be uh, what it, uh, what it is to consume as an adult responsibly mm-hmm. and it's a, and a lot of times you get into college and people are just shoving credit cards at you it's the first thing to do when you walk on campus free t-shirt and credit card do they still do that they st- i think they still have those little kiosks um they try to get you signed up for a credit card Usually right by the bursar's office yep. um, where you're going to basically sign up for your first loan. And nobody's really educating you on how that works on your first loan or your first grant. Again, <clears throat> these are things that nobody's taking you through ahead of time. There's, th- those aren't the talks because I can tell you those aren't the talks you get at uh, orientation. No. Not at all. You're getting you're getting the higher education talk. You're being told you're breathing rarefied air, mm-hmm. and you're getting the the rape talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Look, they, they give you that. Look to your left. 
to your right, one of the one of the women standing next to you, possibly both, will encounter some form of sexual assault. And look to your left, look to your right. One of the gentlemen next to you will probably be responsible. Damn. They they break you off like that. Damn. They didn't break you off as hard back then. They definitely do now. Um, but you're not told a lot about spending responsibly and credit, and you're just thrown into the lion's den. So it was good to see somebody, and I'm <clears throat> and not just on terms of credit. It is <clears throat> it is really good to see Cardi having something to say and giving and showing people the fruits of her coming up in the world and making and and making something of herself and using that to actually be a better person. Yeah. Cuz she was because the other reason I wanted her on uh, I wanted her to have flowers this week was because um she pled guilty to an old case that has been in the courts for some time now. And she spoke up on her behalf. I don't have it in front of me, and I don't, and I don't have the quotes. But she said some really responsible shit about how, one, taking accountability um, and admitting that she was, and, and, and admitting and taking responsibility for wrongdoing, and also shining a light on that she has improved from that. And she has. There's a lot. There's a lot that when she first got out here, she did that she doesn't do anymore. You don't really, whether or not they're good or not, you don't really get those public outbursts with her and Offset. You don't really get. You don't really get her throwing shoes at anybody's face. Yeah. And I'm sure later in the program we will be talking about people who seem to still be in that bullshit. Um, a couple of her peers, but. You don't get that from her anymore. And she's not perfect. I, you know, she still lets people on social media get her a little too riled up. But it's just good to see somebody being reasonable mm-hmm. and wanting people to know that you can improve. And, you know, don't get me wrong. I still, I still fuck with a lot of that ratchet shit. And, uh, you know, it's entertaining. But there's a balance. And I'm glad that she's embracing that balance. It, and it's good, especially for someone who as, who is as influential to her particular demographic to to show some sense of, I guess, fiscal responsibility. Right. Because a lot of what um, impressionable minds tend to retain are the are the things that uh, where people glamorize the fruits of their labor. They they talk about the shiny, flashy things that show displays of wealth but not necessarily things that can contribute to ongoing, ugh, I'm going to use this term, generational <laughs> wealth building. And accruing yeah. revenue. Correct. Um, so, yeah, good on her. Um, go ahead and hit her with the air horns. Um, humans ain't shit. I wanted to do, so I wanted to do just a quick retrospective it hasn't been long enough to really call it a retrospective, but about PNB Rock's murder. Mm. When it happened last week, when we reported on it, um, we the news had just got out. 
Right. It was very early, and I didn't really have time to really think and consider um, where I was on it. Also out of frustration. Because this shit is happening a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, you can make the argument that it's always happened, and sure, that's true. But it's happening a lot now. And one a big part of the discourse um, since then was about sharing locations on social media and who was to blame and who was responsible. Kodak Black went as far as to say that the woman that he was with, who in fact did post something on social media around that time, that she should kill herself. Because she because according to him, she got her dude killed. Same color black that sexually assaulted his mother on Correct. Video. Okay. Just making sure we're talking about and has a, and has an open rate case. Okay. Um Nikki said some goofy shit too, but we'll we'll get to her. Um and I, I I was part of some of that discourse, but I was mostly watching a lot of it play out. It was from a lot of people. I, I have a problem believing that people who just a few weeks ago were all posting their child in their school uniforms for the first day of school outside the school facility, which is re, which is usually readily visible can lecture me on internet security. I have, And by the way, we're recording this on a Sunday. I predicted that everybody who was talking about dropping your location and, oh, I don't, I, oh, I never do that. None of that same energy would, would be kept come Sunday brunch time. Everybody who had some shit to say, I predicted would be right back to posting pictures of them all eating the same overpriced mimosas and chicken and waffles behind that same damn uh, green green grass backdrop in cargo shorts. And I was correct. None of you have kept the same energy. And I knew none of you would kept, keep the same energy because when it comes to blaming other people for shit that you do every day, it's very easy. It's pretty easy to do. Pretty easy to do. Very correct. And fun. It is fun sometimes. Um, in this case, there were so many factors that we weren't pri- that not everyone was privy to uh, when the news came out that we're privy to now. That makes me feel like y'all could have said anything. I don't know if, whether it would have been true or not. Y'all could have said anything. But y'all pivoted right to the black woman and making it her fault. Some of you have gone as far as to call her a setup artist. Y'all, she posted a picture of a waffle. And the police have even come to say 
that didn't have anything to do with her social media that had to do with his social media. I don't know how they've come to that conclusion either, to be honest with you, because they don't even have a suspect to derive that information from. I mean, what did they post? What did he post on his? If he posted he, the location on his, he, they might have gotten it from that. They say on his stories there was he was in the that he was in the back of the establishment, uh, posting some kind of selfie, um, and somebody smart enough could know that wall. They could know that that they could know that brick. I look. There are times y'all be posting shit. I know exactly what apartment y'all stay in, and that's what I'm saying. Like I've lived, I've lived in Houston long enough to where you can post a street curb. I'm like, oh, okay, that's uh, that's Belford and Scott. I know exactly where that fool is. He's on the right. northwest corner of Belford and Scott. Now, yeah. having said that, it is also important to to add that there were several factors. There were several factors that could have nothing to do with either of them. Nobody explored the fact that somebody could have been sitting there in the restaurant True. and said, hey, this nigga's up here. Nobody explored the fact that this was in a terrible neighborhood overlapping five different sets. And that very, and that very commonly there are people loitering outside looking for an opportunity. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, everybody pivoted straight to the black woman. Which is nasty, because she got robbed too. She she was witness to all that, and there's no grace for her. And there's so many out outside factors to what happened, and there's so many outside factors, on even on a societal level to me, because. Niggas gonna rob. Robbing is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Especially when you put people under the circumstances that they are now. We're, we're pretty much in a recession. And anytime you, anytime you crank up the hunger, anytime you crank up the poverty, you're cranking up the capacity for crime. Period. And if you want to zoom in on more of a macro level, these are communities that, that are... that historically speaking, are designed to allow through poverty, through hunger, to eat themselves alive. And it's not going to change overnight. It's happening most with the rappers because that's what we see because the people that, that aren't rappers and aren't famous don't get our attention because that's the way our society works. But something has to give. And some, at, at some point, we have to have real, real responsible conversations about how to stop this. Or at least how to crank it down. And I realize that that's a ways off. And I realize that until those solutions come, we have to move accordingly within the kind of world that we live in. Having said that, I need all you niggas to have security. I need all of you niggas to have security. And I realize mm-hmm. that's a lot of that's a lot of people's brand is that they're, you know, they can they're accessible 
and you know you can you know you can you can that they don't have anything to hide and they haven't done anything to nobody so you can just <clears throat> a- access them and fuck with them in the street and talk to them yep that needs to be over for right now because people that don't fuck with nobody are the ones or a lot of the ones getting robbed and killed and i want to have a whole and i want we talked about this in length before recording and i wanted to have a whole speech about how the old heads need to step in and 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 speak on some of this shit and 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 impart some of this to the youth but the truth is a lot of the old heads are either still in the bullshit themselves <laughs> or they're too scared to say anything because the shit's gotten that out of pocket and so they trying to keep their ass in the house out of danger because they have the benefit of wisdom. I think I fall on the ladder. I'm, I, you know what? Y'all, y'all can have the outside. I was going to say, I'm only saying what I'm saying from a safe distance. <laughs> and that distance ain't that safe. I live in Iron Clark, so so you know yeah. I, it's, it ain't it ain't that safe a distance. Yeah, and but there are things that need to go into place. For for one thing, I'm always hearing about this check in shit. Yeah, you know bullshit. Where the rappers they say the rappers got to check in when they fly down somewhere, or they can get got. It's a real thing. I, I need to check in, niggas. To make some specifications. Like I said, robbing gonna happen. Robbing gonna rob. They didn't have to kill him. <clears throat> Somebody could have made that call. If the if I now again, and I don't know the ins and outs of the check-in shit, but if they got all that reach, they could have kept somebody could have kept him alive. As we all know, nigging is an epidemic. Nigging is out here, man. So that's you know, hey, and and, and maybe and maybe I'm not a hundred percent spot on with everything I'm saying, but it is only out of frustration. Y'all put your phones down when you go out. Just enjoy uh, being present where you that are. That too. That too. That's all. And I'm the, and and again, I've never been a part of that look up movement or whatever because people can do whatever the fuck they want. But we're at a point where it's a matter of survival now. Yeah. And, you know, and if you're going to use that phone, use that phone in a way where somebody, where somebody can get some information on you some, should some shit pop off. Yes. Um, you know, I, I just, it's frustrating, man. Because at the end of the day, no matter what fa- outside factors we discuss, The only factor that the murderer is is should be the focal point of the discussion. True, very true. And that man should be. And if that man wants to get out here and wear the gross national product of Morocco on his on his on his neck, he should be able to. That's what it is. But until we get the kind of world we want to live in. We have to learn to navigate the world that we're in. And as long as I have been coming up 
traversing the traversing the world that we live in the rule was always if you somewhere where you don't where you don't you don't have the protection of your community and you don't know these and you don't know these niggas and they don't know you from Adam mm-hmm. you tuck your shit in your fucking shoe yep that was that was what I that was what I grew up with and that I have always held to that what little jewelry I do wear I wear an Apple Watch. Come see me. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like three models old too. So if y'all really y'all really need that, and it's insured, you know. <laughs> no, um, actually, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I didn't put insurance on this watch. Um, y'all think I'm rich? <laughs> I didn't have that generational wealth talk. Nor did I. <laughs> My parents were not in a were not in a position. To have that talk with me at all, um, but again, rest in rest in peace, PNB Rock. I hope there's some kind of peace of mind to be found for his lady somewhere down the road when they're. If I don't know how old they are, if they're old when they get old enough to understand these things, uh, mm-hmm. their children. Um, hopefully there's a change by then. Hopefully. Um, song of the week. I had a lot more time than I, than I wanted to, but I, I feel like everything needed to be said. Um, song of the week looking for, um, app takes as long as it feels like. (laughs) It's Sunday. It's, it's Sunday. Everybody take it easy. It's, it's probably at brunch. <laughs> right. Uh, Tagging these mimosas. Oh, shit. Post Malone fell or something. Yeah, I saw stage. That. Yeah, he tripped over a hole in the stage and allegedly broke three ribs. God damn. They, they consider him a hero because he still, he still did like another song or so before they stretched him away. Such a hero. No fucking hero. They got fallen off the stage a few times. <laughs> DMX performed while having an asthma attack. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Like, come on, man. I don't see shit that black people do all the time. Black people got up from all kind of shit and performed. This you motherfucker know, looking like I don't even. know. You remember that time Beyonce did a front cartwheel down a flight of stairs? Yes, she did, and stayed on beat. Yep. Yep, yeah. I remember, and that was yeah. a, and that was a hashtag for a while. Yeah, hashtag Beyonce always on beat. Yeah, so y'all can. Hey, hate to see it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, don't give a fuck. Don't give a fuck. Uh, poor Michelle fell off that 106 at Park stage. And they looked down at her and they kept moving. <laughs> she bounced back up. <laughs> she sure did. She got her she got her life right on key. She fell on the one, got up on the three. <laughs> and you were there to see it. She sure was. <laughs> Uh, song of the week. This is from an artist. This is from Western. This is called Sharna. Uh, getting a little international on y'all ass. Okay. Pour yourself something. Get comfortable. We're going to have a good podcast. We'll be back with more opinions while black. Let's go.
took it when you made that call I can't let them chances go When you see me, I'ma put the pawn ya. Uh, all the galley pants with the one talk, but you see me, I just really want talk. Easy, I mean, I think you're easy, you're not even the preacher that he couldn't reach me, you know. It's so love, I need a piece of you know. Ain't orange when they come from overseas, you could be the main squeeze. It ain't you, it's me, it's me, and you don't. Don't make sense, but it's true though. Let's forget about it, like did you know? If it ain't with you, then I ain't trying to make a move, but won't say if it ain't true. Should've took it when you made that Shining and I know you wanna stay. Yeah. Time up, let me see you wind up. Come again, line up. My party, my love, grab a friend. Yeah, one again. We flex up till we gone again. Watch your friend, them call again. Watch your miss time, miss time on again. Oh, if you want it, call in the morning. If you want it, you should've took it when you made that call. Look at her, mama come and give me a little sugar Cause you sweeter than the pudding Come a little closer, I forget to know ya Sweetie, I got something I can show ya Something I got, one bubble I've been over Use your eye, I feel comfortable Come me in the yard, bring it on the shoulder Not you saying that I'm Sharna by Western. Mm. Nice little vibe. Nice little Afro beatish international vibe. I fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? It felt like a like a half day private cruise. <laughs> yeah, man. I, yeah, I, I, I do a little something. There. You know, I pick a little something out every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see. Start off on the rundown. Um, Can I say something real quick? Do it. I know we didn't go over this in the uh, in the rundown. Yeah, yeah. It's just in my it's just in my spirit. It's in my soul. 
I just wanted to share something. For sure. Um, I won't name the podcast, but there there is a, a podcast that I listened to earlier this week that was shared by a friend of mine. Oh, um, shit. Very well, good. Very Just a very good episode where they talked about boundaries. Do I know this one? No. Okay. No, no. Fair enough. They, they, it, it, I'm just saying, it talked about setting boundaries. And I just, sure. I just wanted to remind people out there mm-hmm. that it is not only okay, it is imperative that you set boundaries, professional boundaries, personal boundaries, interpersonal boundaries between people. Correct. Y'all, leave people alone. Um, a friend of mine is a hairstylist. Okay. And today is Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. A friend of mine is a hairstylist. And at some point this morning, one of her clients texted her. Uh-huh. Again, it's Sunday. Texted her, yeah. asking her questions about the last time that she cut her client's bangs. This is like 8 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. The fuck? And it's just like, uh, my nigga, we talk about bangs on Sunday? Nigga? Jesus. Bangs, my nigga? Like... Sunday is the understood chill right. portion of any hairstylist week. Correct. Sunday and, and Monday for a lot of them. I was well. most of them Monday. So, Kaz used to cut my shit on Monday, but that's yeah, different. That's different, though. But my, my point being is, y'all, understand that people's lives don't revolve around when you have a question about something. Correct. Respect the fact that people have days off, and just because you have direct access to them in some capacities doesn't mean that you always have to reach out to them for some for some business related bullshit. Right. Don't come to my house before two two thirty. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ain't that what Pinky said? That's what he said. Okay. And we talking about Monday through Friday. Yeah. And don't be hitting me up on Sunday morning talking about bangs, my nigga. Oh my! Oh my! My consulting rates—you get charged extra if I have if, if if we're scheduling something on a Saturday. Understood. And and Sunday is not even on the table. But you, if it's if it's a Saturday, if it's a week, you're getting charged extra. Yeah. You know what, y'all? And and y'all, if you don't, if y'all don't want to answer your phones, uh, you know, on a certain day, like you can establish business hours for yourself. Correct. You can you can turn your phone off. And it's okay to turn your shit off and not answer people until you're ready to. And this is the most important thing that I learned from this podcast. And this is the part that I wanted to share again. Okay. Sorry to yeah. derail from, the, Man, from, yeah, from this yeah. podcast. No, 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 do it, do it, do it. A simple no is the best no. You don't have to yeah. tell people no with a condition. You don't have to tell people no with an explanation. If people ask you, yo, what's up, man? Hey, we got this thing going down on Friday. Fall through. It's okay for you to simply say, nope, not going to be able to make it. Not going to happen. Just say that. You don't have to say because I have to do this or because I have to do that because people are going to try to talk you out of it. They're going to try to figure out ways for you to rectify what it is that you got to do before you get there. It's okay just to say nope. Oh, I tell people from the top of the key, it's a (laughs) non-starter. Not no, it is a non-starter. Yeah, so I just wanted to share that. Sorry, it was in my spirit. No, that's a, no, that's that is definitely something we should definitely encourage more um, when we talk about mental health is knowing boundaries because black because black men aren't always encouraged to have those boundaries. We got to be we got to be on and we got to be on top of it. And mm-hmm. it's always oh man, so they called me on a Sunday talking about come through man shit get your money, bro, mm-hmm. and that's all we got for it. 
And you got to have those limitations sometimes. And sometimes you got to, sometimes the bag ain't going to be worth it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a, that, no, that's a, that's a good encouraging note to start people on. Um, oh, we got a Drake watch. Oh, baby. Um, y'all know how we do. We, every now and then we have a recurring segment called Drake watch, uh, where we talk about what six God is doing, uh, who six God is doing it with and whether there are coded messages to Rihanna in it. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, there probably are. Um, Drake is beefing with a YouTuber, with a, a YouTube review guy. He must be bored. He must be bored and reviewer must be white. Um, <laughs> so Anthony Fontano um, is a, I, I'm not familiar with this person because I don't, I don't watch album reviews on YouTube. Um, oh yeah, he definitely don't get no pussy. Um, the internet's busiest music nerd. Hmm. That's probably not the flex he thinks that okay. is. Um, apparently he over the years, uh, he has been a, uh, a, a he has been big on not feeling Drake that much. He's been a very harsh critic uh, critic of Drake, <gasps> and I don't know what he said exactly. But apparently Drake didn't had enough. And he posted something on Instagram. Let's see. Gasp. Drake slid into his DMs. I love the me- Drake slid into my DMs. Drake, I love the message. Keep up the good work, buddy. Apparently that wasn't true. Um, oh, Drake wrote this on Instagram. Your, your existence, this is a quote. Your existence is a light one. And the Damn. one and the one is because you're alive and cause you somehow wifed a black girl. I'm feeling a light to decent one on your existence. Damn. Baby. Damn. Um It's like an ether. Actually, you know what? I take that back. Um I I would say it's a I don't know what I forgot what that district was called, but yeah, that that's an ether. Damn, Drake got to get an ether for that one. Um, and of course, and of course, the dude spun it to where you know, oh, I'm getting attention from Drake, which is why I always say don't get involved with these people because because this is the most anyone will ever discuss them, and they're going to use it for all it's worth. Yep. Um, but they all have to learn the hard way. And then everybody gets fed up. Everybody gets fed up. Um, apparently Drake, oh, no, this is fake. He faked some shit where Drake DM'd him a vegan cookie recipe. But he made that shit up. Um, I'm, sometimes I'm glad when they stand up to these people. Sometimes. Like, Cardi's gotten really good at it. Cause you know, she sued old girl, Tasha K, the 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 gossip person, sued her and for like five million dollars over some shit she said loose about Cardi. You and know these things mean nothing to me. 
Who is this person? This is a this is a gossip. This is one of these gossip blog people. Mm. And I, I I reported on this very 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 briefly, but um, Cardi sued her, much like she did with the Shade Room. Except Tasha ain't got Shade Room money, and she's in the hole to Cardi for like five million dollars. Now this is something that I did not report on that is funny to me. Um, last I heard, Tasha left the country when is hiding out in Morocco somewhere to slip the jab. And we only noticed cause she got back on social media talking shit and Cardi was definitely on that ass and was like, did the lawsuit teach you nothing? I'm still waiting on my four mil. So I'm kind of like, so sometimes I'm kind of like quit swinging in the mud with these people, but this motherfucker ain't going to learn until Drake turns this into a $5 million lawsuit. I mean, just same energy. That's all I can say. Same energy. When they, when they hit you with that, when they hit you with that, that paper service, (laughs) you know, when Titania trademarks your name, (laughs) I'm just saying, y'all, I just need that same energy. Same energy. You two can you two can be on the hideout in Morocco. <laughs> There's a, a stupid game that we used to play in middle school called Big Bank Take Little Bank. Oh shit! You show motherfucking <laughs> right. It only takes one time to learn about that shit. Oh, uh, that was a dumbass game. What the fuck were we thinking? Some of those <laughs> games we played. What the fuck? You know, I, that's up there with like B Spike. Yeah. I feel like all that shit just has its roots in slavery somehow. <laughs> like any way for us to injure and demean each other. Oh man, B Spike, Apple Slap. The fuck? B Spike was great though. Oh B Spike was the most violent shit I've ever I've ever been through in my life. So many chests got kicked Oh man. So you, many. You could just oh man, it, it wasn't and it wasn't just a passing just just, just him up, just him up the chest. Oh, when when you knew you had fucked up, yeah, they cocked back for that shit. Uh. Oh man, <laughs> and you didn't realize how dumb it was until y'all were all y'all were all in the vice principal's office uh, trying to explain this shit. That's what, that's one thing adults have on, have on kids. It's not don't just chastise them, make them explain the shit they did. Yeah. And once you done explaining it, don't, didn't you feel stupid? Y'all were doing what? We were playing B Spike. What now? What is B Spike? Explain to explain what B Spike is. B Spike is if you <laughs> if you say a word. I, I guess this this is probably some gang shit. Now that I think about it, <laughs> if you say a word that starts with the letter B, then someone gets to hit you in the chest. Not to be confused with open chest. I don't know if you remember open chest. I do remember open chest. If you walk around and your chest is uncovered, they can just somebody can just hit you in your chest. So yeah, if you said a word that started with the letter B, um, they could just mollywop your ass. Yeah, everyone, you know, just just one. And so imagine explaining that to the principal, like we were playing B spike because he said he said the B word. Hey nigga, you just said the letter B. As soon as we got this office, nigga, I'm gonna your chest in again. Watch. And no, and no, you're not. No, you're not. You know what? You have a little flip mouth. We'll call your father. 
Oh boy, that's why I never got involved in that shit. I don't know my father. I <laughs> call him. <laughs> that's why I never got involved in that shit. Cause you talking about explaining that to a vice principal, explaining that to my father that you just aggressing on niggas for no reason. Oh no! Oh no! Mm-hmm. Oh no! It would have been, and, and he would have, and he would have let me go outside in the neighborhood and told everybody it was open season on my ass. Pause. If you, if you, pause. If, <laughs> if you saw, if, if you see this nigga slipping, yeah, he just got to defend himself. That's how you know. That's how the neighborhood was back in the day, though, Ooh-wee. man. We. You don't know. let oh don't let senior caught caught you slipping on some violence and ain't nobody done nothing to you. By the no. time you got home, if anything happened, by the time you got home, everybody knew. Everybody knew you was gonna have to come see. Oh boy. Anyway, um, normally I wouldn't comment on. Uh, normally I wouldn't report on a situation quite like this with Drake, but it was funny. He called someone a light one. Like play like if we, like we were playing spades, he wouldn't be a possible. Yep. That's funny. I don't care how you dice it up. And again, I always say don't get mixed up with these people. But Drake had time, and anything he gets off on you is going to be a wound. The next step is a lawsuit. So, uh, this Sean King looking ass dude better watch his ass. This dude does look like Sean King, um, which doesn't say which doesn't speak well of him. Uh, let's see what else we got. What else we got? Oh, we got to talk about the Emmys. Mm. Emmys were black ass, man. Let's go. Emmys. I just say the Emmys were impressively black ass. Um, the reunion of Keenan and Kel. Another reunion. That was fun. <laughs> Anytime, anytime they set up where these niggas just play, run into each other, is always entertaining. Um, cause Kel hasn't really just been in the spotlight like that, but he's still he still seems to be charming and entertaining, and you know he you know he looks good. He you know, good for him. Uh, Keenan just got his star on the Walk of Fame. Keenan is uh, has is isn't he the longest running black dude ever on SNL? Longest running person. Person. Ever. Oh, the long. Oh, the cast period. member. Period. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um. So yeah, it's good to it's good to see these niggas in good spirits. Uh, that's always fun. <clears throat> um. Uh, as far as the awards go, uh, Zendaya won. For uh, what is it? Uh, um, Euphoria. Euphoria. Uh, so did Nika King, who plays her mother. Oh, for, like, yeah. Supporting actress. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was, especially especially last season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely stepped it up. Um, I think Coleman Domingo won too. Look, you could have. I mean, honestly, you could have given. You could have given a, a supporting award to pretty much anyone on that cast. Uh, this is true. Up to and including Ashtray. <laughs> actually, I saw Ashtray in a movie. I, 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 yeah, he's in a new movie, actually playing a white kid. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, I was just watching, uh, what was it, Samaritan? That's, yeah. Yeah. I need to watch it. I, I, I don't I, have high hopes for it, but I need to watch okay. it. It's okay. It's okay. It's entertaining. It's, it's Rocky Balboa for superheroes, basically. Remember that, remember that one awkward Rocky movie, Rocky Balboa? Mm-hmm. Where it was just him kind of being a bum the whole movie. <laughs> I think the one that we was fighting Tommy, whatever his name is, in the street. No, 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 no. The one at no. This is the one where his son didn't get along with him, and and mm-hmm. and and Polly was a drunk. And, oh, that might have been Rocky Balboa. Well, no, he fought um oh uh, Mason the Lime Dixon. <sighs> the most racist, racist fucking thing. worst. <laughs> Mason the Line Dixon. A lost. Mm. A lost and just went out to applause. I think they did that. They thought that was the last Rocky movie that was ever going to happen. Um, but Samaritan, um, you're confirmed. Uh, oh, I don't want that. Um, some random email alerts just pop up at me. Um yeah, the, so Samaritan is basically it's it's Rocky Balboa for superheroes. And they give you you know, it's all right. It's 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 entertaining enough for that it's even short. Yeah. It was all right. I I I might watch it again. Um let's see. Who else won? Oh, Abbott Elementary cleaned up. Shout out to them. Shout out to Cheryl Lee Ralph. Cheryl Lee Ralph. Hit Cheryl Lee Ralph with the air horns, man. Well, well don't, don't run into that, that mistake again. Hit Cheryl Lee Ralph with the air horns. Um, Cheryl Lee Ralph won something. Quinta, of course, won something for uh, writing the pilot. Um, Cheryl Lee Ralph sang to everybody. And reminded us that she is, in fact, West Indian. And shout out to nobody for cutting her off, too. Because <laughs> you don't want to be the person to tell Cheryl Lee Ralph to wrap it up. You really don't, fam. You really don't. And she's a sweet lady. But for me as a millennial, we all remember her as Moesha's mama. And Moesha's mama did not play that shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, at, she has not aged since then. At all. Whatsoever. She's still fine. Fuck the bull. She's still, she's still fine. I, I always thought I was an oddball uh, when Moesha was on for being a, being that attracted to Moesha's mama. Uh, but yes, uh, she has not aged since then, and she's aged, and she had aged maybe five five years from the Mighty Quinn. <laughs> um, she sang to everybody, and it was a very sweet moment. Um, who else won? Lizzo won something. Something soundtrack wise, I guess, or, or oh, score wise. Okay. Lizzo won something. Um, always happy to see that. Um, Quinta won something. Yeah, yeah, I already got that one. Not only did Quinta win, she won over. She won and uh, and took and accepted her award over Jimmy Kimmel's dead body. What Which, do I mean by that? Yeah, because I, I just saw the stills. I I didn't see any of the the show, and I just saw. Jimmy Kimmel just laid out for whatever reason. The 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 running joke is that Jimmy Kimmel, I believe, somebody can correct me on this. I believe the the running joke is that Jimmy Kimmel has never won 
an Emmy for Jimmy Kimmel Live. And has been, or best comedic whatever, and has always been a bridesmaid and never a bride. Okay. He is basically Leo in that lane. Okay. And they dragged his dead body out um, from the news of him not winning again. This is 13 years in a row. Wow. And they just let him lay there. And Quinta came out to get her award and stepped over Jimmy Kimmel. Did her acceptance speech. <laughs> and they dragged and they dragged Jimmy Kimmel away as she left. My only complaint, I'm not going to lie to you. If this had been, black Twitter was mad as fuck about this. And if this, I'm going to just be honest. If this had been anybody other than Quinta, I'd have been laughing my ass off at this shit. My, as a matter of fact, I'm a little disappointed he didn't commit and stay in character. Cause she looked over and said, Jimmy, you okay? And he and he threw up and, and he he gave it a thumbs up and she kept rocking. No, nigga, commit. Stephen Colbert wouldn't have done that. It, it's you know, it's They'd have really thought Stephen Colbert was dead. It's a little upstaging. You know. <laughs> it's a little upstaging. But. So so everybody felt like he was stealing her moment. But they planned that, as it turned out. As it turned out, they're very good friends. And Jimmy Kimmel has act- actually mentored Quinta a little bit, apparently, and, um, you know, uh, gave her some guidance a little bit uh, early in her career. And they good. were actually very cool. Good. However, black Twitter, the culture, did not give a fuck. It is, boy, they are ten toes down, fuck Jimmy Kimmel. I mean, I don't... And we've come to expect that. Yeah. That is the culture now. We've come to expect that. This is the same people that are still mad at Jay-Z for some shit that Beyonce has forgiven him several times over for. Yeah, man, because Jay-Z didn't just cheat on Beyonce. He cheated on all of us. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) Apparently. I mean, at the end of the day, his only real spouse is capitalism. Yeah, I said it. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine why they think we hate Hove on this on this podcast. Um so yeah, congratulations to everybody who uh who showed up and did I gotta tell you, the landscape looks a lot different for creatives. I can't even, I can't even say young creatives because I'm thirty eight years old. But Damn you. <laughs> I'm one to talk. <laughs> um, the lands, but the landscape really does look a lot different. And um, to be able to look at the people coming up and the people that are in positions to run things and in positions to put other people on and put them in positions to win, mm-hmm. it looks a lot different than it, than it did. It was a lot different when I was young. Yeah. Um, Issa, her trajectory, amazing. Issa's becoming one of those people, not quite like Beyonce, because she's always going to have something to say. She's always very charming and funny. But Issa just being somewhere 
is a thing. Right. Like at these events, her being there is a thing. And Laverne Cox asked her, she was like, so, you know, very famously you said, you know, you're rooting for everybody black. Who are you rooting for this year? It hasn't changed. <laughs> everybody black. It's not going to change, no matter how many times y'all ask me. Yeah. Um, my big takeaway from the whole Emmys thing was that Kerry Washington ran up on Issa while she was being interviewed and was like, how does a bitch get on the yacht? That's actually an important question. <laughs> now, that, that's one time where I don't, I don't fault people for posting where they are because uh, Issa Rae's yacht parties <laughs> are fucking lit. Yes. Are lit. And Carrie Washington was like, how does a bitch get on the, get on the boat? And she was just like, you gotta, you, just remember, you got to hydrate. You got to drink a lot of water. And uh, no plus one. So you got to leave a nigga at home. Don't bring Amanda Seals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That should be the rule for any event. Yeah. Do not bring Amanda Seals. Um, or you can do what Jesse Williams did and lie. Um I'm telling you, that is, I'm ten toes down at the store. We're going to find out years from now that Jesse Williams was just somewhere on a date trying to get some pussy. And Amanda Seals ran up on him and was like, hey, man, can I get into this thing? Yeah, 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 yeah sure. Just call me. Yeah, whatever. And as soon as they questioned him on anything at the door, he was like, uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> stay right here for just a moment. <laughs> I'm gonna be right <laughs> back. I tell you what, to this day, I that is gonna be one of those Black Hollywood mysteries up there with who was in the car with Terrence J when he crashed. Hmm. We've never found out. Never found out. And if he's any good at um, carousing with people not his wife, we never will. Hmm. I I I only speak the truth. Um hmm. also not for nothing, but uh speaking of Jesse Williams, um, you know his his wife is finally she's on that she hasn't spoken out completely, but she's on that truth the the now that the lawsuit is over, now that the, the legal proceedings are over, the truth is about to come out. Jesse Stock about to go all the way down. It is about to it is about to be real in that nigga's life. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, don't let the wife get started. Yeah. Oh, I have that right here actually. Damn. Is it good for the Oh, is it good for the health and wellness of a 7-year-old to be taken out of school on a regular basis to fly cross country overnight on a red eye to be on the ground? For two days, is it reasonable to for them to return dazed and confused and be expected to pick right up and survive at school the rest of the week? I don't think so. Neither do any of the parents who actually parent on a routine basis. There's a name for the condition of an adult who expects their children to indulge, care, give, and service that adult's desires at the children's expense. Hashtag receipt season. Hashtag I have stayed quiet for far too long. Storm's coming. Does not good <laughs> for you, sir. 
Oh man, that stock finna go down. <laughs> um, Yikes. ooh, that hurts. That hurts. I swore I was gonna try to keep the mess down again this week, yep. but that was too good. <laughs> uh, I couldn't pass that up. Um, shifting gears a lot actually. Um, so story to tell. Okay, gather around. A young lady named Tavia Chapman, of 24 years old, was uh, in her was in her truck waiting on her boyfriend to come out of the store. Mm-hmm. Made a quick run, had kid in the car, uh, their baby. Um, she happened to look through the gentleman's phone and found some unsavory evidence. That mm-hmm. he was having some extracurricular activities outside the relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he comes out. Now we're talking about what is being seen on security footage. He comes out clearly waiting on um, uh, her to swing back around the parking lot and scoop him. Mm-hmm. He clearly waves because he sees her pulling in. She's, in fact, not pulling in. She has not reduced speed at all. She has launched the truck towards the sidewalk to mow him down and gets a good piece of him. She then gets out of the truck and proceeds to beat the living fuck out of him until bystanders come over to pull her off of him. This gentleman's going to be okay, physically, Uh, only barely. The problem is, there was a man next to the gentleman. Damn it. uh, A man named Christopher something. Christopher was 80-something years old. He had just learned to walk again. Oh, man. After a horrible motorcycle accident paralyzed him for years. She only got a piece of her boyfriend, but she hit him full on. He will not live. She is now on now she is she is now facing counts of attempt, aggravated murder, attempted murder, and maybe some form of uh child endangerment because uh her child was in the car, was in the truck. It's not good. They're going to put her under the prison. It's not good. Y'all, it is not worth it. It's not. It's not. It's not worth it, fam. We get very passionate and get very emotional about these relationships. We get, you know, somebody puts you through the bullshit. It's not worth it. It's Look. not. What yeah. happened to the old days when somebody just poured hot grits on you? I, I don't pretend to understand this, and it, and it's and it's honestly because I have not looked into it enough to understand. But I I, I, I can't really 
pinpoint why younger people have such uh, I'm not, I don't even know what I'm looking for, but the, the, the way that they respond to, to, to discordance in their relationships seems to be over the top. It, it's very much so. It's obviously it's, it's terrible for someone to cheat on you. But does the response have to go so far to try to run over someone and, and then assault them? Like if, if someone cheats on you, it's, it's, it's perfectly okay to be mad. It, it's perfectly okay to want to wish harm upon someone. But the reality is you just need to get away from it. Right. Now, if someone is, is physically abusive and if someone is, is, a, is a threat to your health and your life and you have to defend yourself, uh, you know, you know what? I can't tell you what you need to do in order to get out of that. Like that's, you know, sometimes that requires a bit more extreme action. But I, you know, there's a neighbor's kid. I shouldn't say kid. A neighbor's 27-year-old son was killed last week. Jesus. Um, turns out that he had several girlfriends in several states, and they began to find out. Um, oh, one of them tried to shoot at him a couple months ago um, last week. Another one in Utah was successful in shooting him and killing him. Right. Again, without me not knowing the extent to which, you know, he was, he was involved in all of this. I dare say, because the report said that he was, he was at the apartment trying to move his stuff out. So, you know, obviously Correct. there was some type of a disagreement. Right. And she shot him. So... I'm, I'm going to generalize a lot right here and say that it, sure. it seems to me that younger people have trouble um, dealing with certain things emotionally in a way that does not inflict harm and death upon everyone around them. It, it's a, it's a scorched earth thing that I tend to see. I agree. And again, I don't, I don't understand it enough to try to even form an opinion on it. It's just an observation and I'm just really curious to see, and I, you know, maybe the listeners can tell us, like, why is the response always? Let me not say always. Why does it appear to be, yeah, so over the top? Why is like the punishment should fit the crime, right? And not even saying to cheat back on them, but just get out of it. I'll say that and try to move on. I'll say that's more productive than vehicular manslaughter. Damn. And now you and and that and you've cheated your kid out of having any experience at all with their father. That's crazy. It's not worth it, y'all. It is really not. So when I see women out here, um, a a mutual friend, someone we know, um, being like hashtag stressing these niggas out. I don't blame them because be, because it's like better you than me. And when women, it's more and more men are having to deal with the idea that we are not a picnic to be around romantically. We are not a picnic to be around always. And 
sometimes the things women do in response to that, I, it's a wild world out here. I, that's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah, it's it's fucked up out here. Um. Oh, we have to talk about Atlanta. Okay. Atlanta. Well, first of all, y'all know me, and y'all know me. Atlanta is back. So air horns. Um, y'all know this is my favorite shit. If you have not watched episode one and two of the last season of season four. Go ahead and just skip ahead five to seven minutes or something. Now we're not going deep dive. Into no, it. no, no, no. We're no, not no. going deep, deep dive. But yeah, no, we're gonna we're we're gonna start doing that more for like Patreon. Yeah. Um, but they did do some things that I liked. Yeah. Episode one of season four was called "The Most Atlanta," and it was in fact the most Atlanta mm-hmm. ever that the series has ever been. <laughs> I mean, second to probably. For me, the strangest ep- one of the strangest episodes was the Drake episode. Yeah, and little did we know—I didn't notice until until recently—Drake was actually supposed to be in that episode. Yeah, I, I, I'd heard something to that effect, and for whatever reason, he did. And I, I think it was actually more interesting without him being in it. Correct, correct, because it had a completely different effect. Baby, baby. Um, I can only imagine what that episode would have been like then. Yeah. Um, but that was definitely one of the strangest episodes. And of course, Teddy Perkins, this was just unapologetically leaning into the strangeness of, uh, Atlanta in the Donald Glover verse. Mm-hmm. Um, not going too much into detail, but for me, I, the big, the, the biggest takeaway from the first episode was, Paperboy and his interaction, not not really interaction, but kind of the the meaningfulness that he took from um a local rapper that had passed. Right. Um and I feel like he learned a lot of that he learned some good interesting things that he can take with him going forward now that he's on the way up in his career. Yeah. And the, it, I, I've always felt like the the point of Atlanta was not necessarily to see the rise or the rise and fall of Paperboy, but him. It, I kind of came to this conclusion in like season two, him getting the tools that he's going to need when he eventual when he eventually, which I guess he is now, grown past his fame has grown past just Atlanta. Right. Yeah, I guess we're taking a little bit of a. a of a skip forward in time and right. He's completed the tour somehow. Yeah. And, and now, yeah, you're right. He's my, <laughs> my mom was like, they didn't kick their ass out of Europe yet. <laughs> yeah. And he's, you know, he's gotten to a point where, you know, people know him in the streets. And, right. And, you know, he's driving his own ride now. That is true. <laughs> yep. You're right. Uh, it was yeah. always Darius doing all the driving and now he got his own ride. Yeah, so you know there was a there was a little bit of um, a little bit of coming down to earth for him with him, you know, seeing one of uh, seeing one of the folks that he, he idolized musically, I guess, taken away. I shouldn't even say taken away suddenly because apparently right. it, it already happened a while ago, right? Uh, but 
this this was a dive. I mean, they they're diving headfirst into that Twin Peaks surrealism. One hundred percent. That um, and I and I think with these first two episodes, I feel like they found the stride that they've been looking for for with that because I think first. The first season gave you a little bit of it, but it was still kind of rooted in reality. Right. Second season, I think, was a, a little inconsistent with it. But again, especially with the Teddy Perkins episode, you, right. you saw the surrealism. Third season, say what you will. Uh, it leans into its strangeness. Yeah, it, it leans into the strangeness, even though it kind of, you know, segmented it right. every every other episode. But here, the weirdness is fully on display whether it's Paperboy Scavenger Hunt or Earn and Van and their escapades in the parking garage. Right. <laughs> um, and I don't want to give away too much about episode two because episode yeah. two, you just have to witness it to truly understand yeah. it. And maybe we'll have some kind of discussion. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, trying to, I, I'm trying to organize more live events for the free people and the Patreon people. So I'm going to work that out probably within the next week. Um, but um, you kind of have to see episode two to really grasp the importance of it. But yeah. I will say it is nice to see black men being represented as getting therapy. Yeah. I Because when once the episode was over, I really tried to think in my head how often, if ever... And this is actually a question uh, we can pose to everyone. How often, if ever, we've seen black men being represented on television getting therapy? Very good question. Because I can't think, because honestly, let's see. No, I can't think of one. Not at all. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of anything... Yeah, there's nothing that comes to mind for me. So I will put out some feelers on social media and make that the make that our our big question of the week, and uh, spin the block on that one, and see what we come up with. Um, yeah, I, th- I think the second, I think episode two is probably at the end of the day. I think episode two has probably been my favorite episode of the entire series. Oh, really? I I, I think it was I think it was written well. I think it was structured well. Uh, I think the twist. Was uh was something that I I, I didn't see coming, but should have seen coming. And right. it, it and the 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 character that was responsible for the twist could very easily be any of us if there, if, if we, we suddenly came into wealth correct. and had the motivation to do so. And absolutely. Um. Yeah, this, this is definitely a top five episode for me. Yeah. Um, next to uh, probably uh, what was it? Um, the Drake episode, Black News Network, <laughs> and probably just that just coming to mind right now. The uh, I call it the TLC episode because um, they were doing that. They were doing that uh, that college tour. They were doing that college concert. Oh yeah, and they and and there was a great moment because they all had pajamas on mm-hmm. for the pajama jam that looked like the TLC Creek pajamas. Yeah, I thought that was great. 
Um, and one of the outtakes is them listening to it on the phone and them doing a the little creep dance. Yep. I always thought that was fun. I love how much fun it looks like they're having on this show. Oh, they got that. They got to have a ball. That is mad. Like, every time I see something on social media or whatever with them, it looks like maximum black boy and black girl joy. Um, cause black look, people joy. We got yeah, we're we gonna come up with some of these jingles, man. Um, <laughs> um, always, always just the 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 nick the the niggerish nigga in me. Always a pleasure to see Zazzy back. Always, mm. always. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Anyway, uh, she bad, and she this might be the baddest. This might be the baddest she's been in four seasons. Just looking real good. Anyway, um, enough objectifying. Uh, that's a good No place. such thing. <laughs> I can't imagine why they think this is a boys club. Let's objectify these bitches. <laughs> um, My name is Oz. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah, that's a great place to go ahead and take a break. Um, we'll be back with more uh, Foolishness and Fuckery. You're listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Um, I got them mixed up, but I'll do the, next, I'll do the other one next time. Um, yeah, you are listening to Houston's most savage podcast. Pour up. We are back. Shoop. We are black. Shoop, shoop. We are opinionated. Shoop, 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 shoop. And we are hydrating. Mm-hmm. We are hydrating. Uh, my yeah. man is my man is healthy as fuck over here with these grapes. I ain't playing with y'all, man. I had well, I'm just full transparency. Yeah, I had a I had a turkey and provolone. So <laughs> could have been worse. Right, right. Um, bread's never. I don't think bread's ever going to leave my life. I, Sadly, sad to say. We'll work on it. Turkey is a lean meat in my defense. We'll work on it. Yeah. Um, I do I do invest in really only eating lean meats. Turkey, chicken, you know, uh fish. Um There's no judgment here. <laughs> on air. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Holding self accountable. Um it is time. For was there anything else I was missing? I don't, I don't really no. want. I, no, I don't really want to talk about the fight last night. Um, uh, you didn't. You didn't feel uh, I, Triple I, G getting. Well, uh, you talking oh, about boxing or uh, boxing? Uh, okay. uh, no, Canelo rocked that ass. He did, and and, unex, and expectedly so. Canelo is different. Yeah, Canelo is it is beyond human. He's also eight years younger than. Triple G. <laughs> Co- I love, there was no question in anyone's mind. As much as they they big this up, there was no question in anyone's mind. They went they went to Michael B. Jordan. They found Michael B. Jordan walking around. And he, he was like, he was just standing out there. So he was in the ring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I missed it because I missed the 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 entrances. Oh, okay. Um, I only caught bits and pieces of the fights that went on because it went the full twelve. Um, but I missed that, so I didn't know he was he came out with him. 
But he, they just had him in the ring. He was just there. Dressed like an AKA. <laughs> Don't know why. Because <laughs> they, because they asked him up front. They were like, um, so who you got? He was like, Canelo. Triple, <laughs> triple G. He was like, shit. And, and I mean, no pause whatsoever. He yeah. was like, Canelo. Triple G ass going down the fourth. <laughs> well, the fuck are y'all talking about? <laughs> slightly off. But so yeah. he so he did fall down. No, no, no. He okay, never, he never fell down. He never. Okay, he no, never he, went down. He 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 he, 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 he stumbled a little bit, but he never okay. went down. Okay. Yeah. yeah, he was like because Michael B. Jordan didn't even think about it. Yeah, triple G, triple G <laughs> ass going down the fourth. <laughs> fuck it. <laughs> and everybody they asked was like, "Who got it?" Nigga Canelo. <laughs> Canelo's just different. Uh, yeah, he's different. So shout out to him. Um, uh, no, I don't have any MMA shit to say because the, the MMA matchups lately been kind of mid. Um, all the real fighters chilling probably are in camp. Uh, Amanda um, Amanda Nunez is on the way back. She got a she she lost that title, so she got to make that up. Um, but yeah, all the all the MMA shit been kind of mid, so I don't really have a lot of a lot to say on that. Um, white people must be stopped. Mm. It's time. This is why I don't fuck with white people. Um, not a whole lot to say for white people must be stopped this week. Um, or not a lot that I really feel like talking about. Um, Matt Gates. I swear to God, for some, I don't know how this man hasn't hasn't been like imprisoned, dragged in the town square, every bit of fuck shit that happens on the Republican side, mm-hmm. Matt Gates' name will always come up. Every time. Matt Gates, so he got fucked up for like sex trafficking. Come to find out now that he asked Trump for a pardon ahead of time preemptively before he got caught up he asked trump to let him make it during his administration Mm. fam it's one thing for trump to claim ignorance it's one thing for trump to really not know what's going on on his side of the fence but trump was just out here just casually letting wrongdoing happen not even wrongdoing, because nobody should be surprised that he was letting wrongdoing happen. Right. Sex trafficking. And Matt Gates was was fucked up with underage girls and or boys. That is a bridge too far. And I'm and I'm not making again, no one should be surprised. But if through some miracle they don't make Trump sit down. If through some miracle he is allowed to run for president of this country again, and if the Democrats have any spine left, this should be bullets in the fucking gun. Because it's gotten past Trump being able to play evil Mr. Magoo. Right. 
and just, oh, I just didn't know what I was doing. I was just... It's to the point where he was allowing for or participating in wrongdoing all the way across the board knowingly. It's not the banality of evil. It's outright evil. And I hope if the Democrats have any nuts in the lot of them, they're just calmly writing the shit down, taking dubious notes, and when election season and when election time is upon us, oh, you mean that rapist lover over there? You mean that pedo lover? This one? Him? Fuck him. We'll see. Because if it, because anybody with a spine would be like, put sixty seconds, put sixty seconds on the clock, <laughs> and just dog walk this man all day. But that's a big hope because I have no, I, I, I have little or no faith in the Democratic Party at this point. Yeah. They've, they've just, they have been completely demoralized and they are just completely without spine at this point, and. Joe Biden doesn't have a handler anymore. He's just out here. He's just out here with 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 nobody to walk him back and forth from the bathroom. So he's just he so he's just pissing his pants mid speech. <sighs> I'm telling you, he he's just. I don't want to picture that. I'm telling you, there's it, it's it's just it's one pr one more pr mistake away from him just pissing his pants mid speech. And going on like it's nothing. We're visibly watching a man, a man's brains melt out of his ears. Yeah, they don't let Pop Pop take naps. <laughs> they, don't. They, don't, they don't. They don't let him take naps. They don't. They don't give him his pills on time. They don't walk him anymore. <laughs> Just so he has some idea of where he is and what day it is. He asked them, who's the president right now? <laughs> and it's a damn shame. It's, it's sad to see. It's, it's what we all deserve. Well, that is true. That is true. I'm not even going to try to fight that one. Um, send your racist stories. Send your real-life racist encounters. Along with your listener letters, questions for myself, D. Randall, or anyone else you see on this podcast. Uh, see or hear on this podcast rather please send those to opinionswildblack at gmail.com <laughs> or please log on to opinionswildblack.com where you can find uh, ways to listen to us more information about Houston's most savage podcast uh, ways to buy merch and ways to join us behind the paywall and become a patron uh, via our Patreon for um what was I going to say? For um, exclusive uh, exclusive access to bonus content, uh, exclusive merch, Discord access, and more. Mm-hmm. Um, all of our tiers are under $10 so far. Um, more tiers to come. I'm thinking about that. Yeah, more tiers to come. Okay. I definitely have ideas. Let's go. Uh, so... 
We'll be back with uh, your listener letters. We do have a listener letter here. And the top three STFUs, um, you all know, know what it is. Um, foolishness and fuckery. No, not foolishness and fuckery. Sober conversation. <laughs> God damn. Damn it. Sober conversation with the least sober team in podcasting. You're also right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pour up. We are back. Mm-hmm. We are black. Yeah. We are opinionated. And we are getting high. We are we are hydrating our asses off, mm. actually. Man. I cannot promise that will be the case come my birthday. It's coming up this week, right? Thursday. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, I and it just occurred to me like niggas don't niggas don't have a lot of birthday anthems. They're all for the women. I guess as it should be. Because yeah. they're the consumers, for real. I'm coming, I, I keep having to remind myself of that every once in a while. That as far as content goes, women are really the leading consumers. Fair point. Because they make more money. Well, one, they make more money than us. So there's that. <laughs> um, maybe not more money than the men in their field, but I digress. Um. Time for listener letters. I need a. I'm gonna get a sound effect for listener letters, because um, it feels like we bring the we bring the the, the listeners in with no fanfare. Um, Xavier Hunter, aka aka X the Maestro, uh, on Instagram. Uh, if my Instagram will come up, says, "Who are your Black Avengers? Who's in your Black Illuminati?" Oh. I love this shit. Oh. Okay. Huh. Black Avengers. So the Blavengers and the Bluminati. The Blavengers and the Bluminati. Yes. Okay. Uh, let me start with the Avengers. Huh. I mean, obviously, uh, Black Panther. Of course. going to be in there. Uh, Blue Marvel. Woo! Gang Gang. Let's go. Omega Level. You know, nerd shit. Blue Marvel. They're not ready for Blue Marvel in the MCU, dog. Nah, they're not. It, that, Black Panther is one thing. Killmonger is another. Blue Marvel, that's too black for the MCU. They're y'all not ready for that. Y'all don't know about that. Let's see how they do with Blade first. Yeah, yeah. Um, Monica Rambo. Okay. As a matter okay. of fact, Monica Rambo might be the leader, but... We'll we'll see about that. This is sounding a little bit like the Ultimates. Yeah. Oh, I, I think, think the I think the Ultimates was looking like this for a minute. Uh, Ironheart. Yes. Yes. Bishop. You know, there needs to be a come to Jesus meeting about Bishop's character over the years. Because mm-hmm. I definitely remember that run where Bishop was like a psycho was like a psychopath stalking Cable and his kid. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good line. Storm. Oh, well, Storm got to be in it. She got to be in it. And 
Hear me out, y'all. Hear me out. Oh, boy. Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Hell yeah. I'm dead serious about it, too. That cartoon is coming up, I believe. Yeah. If it's not out already, I don't know. And she's like the third smartest person on the planet? Yeah. 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 And she's not down for, for all this shit that adults are dealing with? Yeah. You never see her in any of that bullshit. Yeah. That's true. So now as far as the Illuminati goes... That's a, now that's a tough one. That's that's a that's a that's a that's a real tough one, because um, again, Black Panther on the you know Blue Minati. Yeah. Uh, again, Moon Girl, Devil Dinosaur. She's smart. She's smart. This is true. I'm gonna let you. Cook. The thing I'm is, let you cook. the thing is, she's gonna find out anyway. That's true. Yeah, you're right. She's gonna find out anyway. So you might as well. You might as well break her in and right. give her the hard truth of how fucked up it really is out here. Right. I would. I would cautiously put Storm on there. Storm is my leader of the Illuminati. Yeah, actually. I would cautiously put her on there. Now you know when when her and. When her and T'Challa start beefing with each other on the IG and, and sending them, yeah. <laughs> you know, start subtweeting each other, we gotta we gotta shut that down. Think they gonna be Cardi and Offset? Yeah, we gotta we gotta we gotta <laughs> shut that down. But I think uh, I think they'll be good. I think they'll be good. Um, Nick Fury, Black Nick Fury, Black Nick Fury. I do like that. Yeah, I I put him on there closer to his ultimates. Yep. Counterpart, yeah, yeah, yeah. I let like me, that. Let me grab one more. Let me grab one more. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, Damn. I think you have a good lineup, though. I think I think it's a good lineup. That's a good lineup. No, uh, no, no, no. Doctor Voodoo. Former like sorcerer, that. Supreme. yeah, that's true. You I gotta, like that. you got to have some magic. He was because he's on my he's on my black uh, my black Illuminati too. And I'm I'm I, and I I'm just gonna react uh, retroactively throw him on mine. I forgot. Go for it. Um, my black Illuminati would uh, I'm gonna say right off the muscle would consist of uh, definitely Doctor Voodoo. Storm would be the leader. Mm-hmm. Um, Storm has a lot of uh, experience dealing with mutant politics. Um. I would say Isaiah Bradley. Mm. Go multiversal. Say Isaiah Bradley, Captain America. Yeah. Um, I would say... Oh, I had one. Uh, Luke Cage. Yeah. Luke Cage excels in positions of leadership mm-hmm. without realizing it because it's the furthest thing from what he really wants to be doing. Right. And he doesn't see himself that way. He all, will always see himself as a street level nigga. Yeah. Yeah. And just to throw some shit in the game, Killmonger. Ooh. Killmonger going to be in the Illuminati. Ooh. Kill, Cause Killmonger going to have to make some, he's going to be the one to make t- some tough choices. Ooh. Which makes it fucked up because the Black Panther is going to be at the head of the Black Avengers. Blue Marvel, um, like we talked about. Um, 
uh, Bill, what's his name? Goliath. Oh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, Bill Foster. Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah. Goliath. Um, Patriot. Um, Miles Morales. Ironheart. I noticed neither one of us said War Machine. No, I, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I thought about it, and then I was yeah. like, "No." Depend on what version we get. Um, was there somebody I, w- I wanted off the crew? No, no, I don't want anybody off the crew. Um, so yeah, I, and and I think there would be a lot of drama because there's some because again, um. Uh, Elijah Bradley, of course, Patriot, mm-hmm. is uh, Isaiah Bradley's grandson. Side note, how, how come we haven't seen a team up with Isaiah Bradley with Patriot and, 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 and with uh, Sam? Sam Wilson. I, I suspect it's coming. Gang, gang. Because they have, because they they have a title out right now. They have two separate Captain America books right now. One for Steve and one for Sam. Okay. One for Sam is pretty good. Okay. Um, I I don't know if Patriot is still a thing. I thought he lost his powers, but if he is, I suspect we're going to see him soon, and we're going to see him in the MCU soon. It's getting black as fuck. Rumor has it Ryan Coogler is about to do Secret Wars. Yeah, buddy. I'm with that. I am with that. The good old bubble nose Jonathan Majors <laughs> playing the lead. I am so happy about Jonathan Majors and his come up. I really am. I, that makes <clears> me so happy. Um, that and they're they're really telling people that he is the new Thanos, or he, worse than Thanos. He might, he might be worse. Yeah, I'm liking that. Because he went, you know, Thanos didn't go through the shit that a black man goes through. This is the first time I'm excited about Ant-Man and the Wasp. (laughs) Those are, I mean, they're good movies. Yeah. They're clearly geared a little more towards kids. But they're good movies. Yeah. It's just the first time I'm just excited and running to the theater to go see it. Also, I'm cool with Michael Pena still getting the check. Yeah. What about T.I.? Oh, he's the fuck out of there. You know? That's right. That's right. He's out of there. That's right. They they fucked him out. He, he fucked himself out of Disney money. Oh, boy. Man. You can always be the next contestant, man. Let me tell you. Um, That was a pretty good listener alert, actually. That was a good one. That, I, I like that. Got, I had to got think, us thinking. I had to think about that one. Uh, Glad we were sober for that one. Dig into my comic knowledge. Now, if we were talking about just... Black characters all across the multiverse? Oh, God. I, I, boy, I'd bring back Meteor Man. Y'all forgot about the Meteor Man. I definitely forgot about the Meteor Man. I, I was saying, maybe, have, uh, maybe a lot of our listenership is aged out of that, but Meteor Man was the truth. And honestly, I always say this, a lot of these black characters that got clowned because the movies weren't like, Marvel level quality. That's the shit we were looking. That's the shit we're looking for in terms of representation now. Yeah, the Meteor Man was a was a dude with his shit together. Yeah, he lived in the hood. He he was community minded. 
He was a math teacher. You know what I'm saying? They tried to do the same shit with Black Lightning, and maybe it didn't quite curl all the way. Yeah. But, he, you know, he was, he, he was community-minded as far as getting, getting the gangs to get their shit together. He helped old people. Oh, man, he was cool. I like Meteor Man. I still fuck with that. Yeah, I've, I've completely forgotten that movie. Yeah, I mean, you didn't miss much. Um, it was probably more culturally relevant for like halfway to elder millennials. But what about Hancock? You, I, you know what? I'm one of those people where I can kind of forgive Hancock. I like I I fucked with Hancock. I did too. I it was not as bad as people made it out to be. I I, I think Will Smith was at that and is at that point in his career. Where it's just fun to clown his shit. Mm-hmm. And his shit is not always as bad as people make it out to be. Bright, not as bad as they made it out to be. I didn't enjoy it that much. But it was not as bad as they made it out to be. It's just fun to clown Will Smith now. I agree. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Um, opinionswhileblack at gmail.com. Opinionswhileblack.com. That's where you can find us. Uh, you'll have access to uh, be able to find us on all the social medias and whatnot. Uh, thank you, Extra Maestro. Um, that was that made for some good conversation. Um, time for the top three STFUs. Yeah, buddy. Who are the three people in America that need to shut the fuck up? For the love of God. Um, it's kind of a light list this week, actually. I guess there's no Jason Whitlock on the game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Double entendre. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, I see what you did there. Um, well, in case of Jason Whitlock, double entendre. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I yes. kill me. Alf. <laughs> um, number three is Kyrie Irving. Oh, man. So Kyrie Irving didn't actually say anything stupid himself uh, for a change. Um, He got caught up. Apparently, he's been liking and reposting uh, Alex Jones content and shit from InfoWars. Now, again, he has not recently said anything stupid. However, reposting... Reposting someone whose entire bread and butter business is misinformation is more than enough reason to stop engaging and listening to Kyrie Irving altogether. Period. Infowars, dog. Infowars. I, I, I get it. I get it. So, but, but also, who is who is the person? That goes around running reports on who other people are liking. Like, well, that's so that's not so that's not as obscure as who people are following and who people are not following. That's one of those things where it's like you have to dig for that. But nowadays, you can just be scrolling and see so and so like this. I get it. You know what I mean? But can't, but you know what? Also, like he's a basketball player, and I, 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 I just also true. I, I, I'm not on. I'm not on. You know, some shut up and dribble type shit. No, I get it. But I'm also not bothered if. Why should we be taking his word so seriously? Right. If 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 AOC 
was like liking or retweeting some Alex Jones shit, then I'd be like, uh, we gotta watch her. Right, because she's in a position of influence. Right. But who's to say that Kyrie Irving isn't in a position of influence in 2022? The niggas who listen to Kyrie Irving already believe the earth is flat. Well, that's true, too. You're correct. No, you're correct. <laughs> I, think, I, I think for the most part what... And, and let's be clear. News outlets like Kyrie Irving and the stupid shit he says more than anything else. True. Because without Kyrie Irving... Stephen A. Smith wouldn't have had shit to talk about for the past six to eight months. Right. Um, because, and, and the other part of this is that we kind of gave him leeway. When, you, when you're becoming, when you're spreading, when you're helping to spread misinformation, maybe you're not, maybe you yourself are not the crack dealer, but, you definitely, but you're definitely the getaway driver. And we've given him a lot of passes on this because a lot of times it's still not our business, but a lot of times it was kind of like, Oh, if that man want to, if that man don't, if that man don't want to play, he he ain't got to play. If it's about the vaccine, that's his personal business. He has enough resources where he can stay, he can stay insulated and quarantined and not bother the rest of us. Yeah. Um, if it's a matter of that. So it was kind of like, uh, I don't agree with him, but it's not really my business, and he's not trying to make it anyone's business. The minute you, the minute you are helping to circulate such egregious misinformation mm-hmm. is when people start to get the right to say something about you. I got you. You know, uh, because now you're complicit. Um, so, yeah, Kyrie Irving got to go ahead and shut the shut fuck up. Shut the fuck up! Number two is Vlad. Oh, good. Oh, man. Y'all know how I feel. <laughs> As Crystal does. <laughs> y'all know how I feel about Vlad, y'all. Um, oh, I hate this motherfucker. I really do. So, in addition to just being horrib- a horrible example of uh, hip-hop journalism... I don't give a fuck what that guy I was talking to says. Um, I'm looking for it. Vlad was quoted as having a... First of all, why are we looking to Vlad for an opinion on video games at all? He was on Twitter. This is according to him. As an adult, playing video games for long periods of time is a form of depression. If you don't believe me, ask yourself this. Think about the 100 greatest moments of your life. Do any of those moments include video games? Probably not. And this comes from a lifetime gamer. First of all, let me just say, if I could think of the 100 biggest moments of my life, uh, one of them would definitely definitely include um, Final Fantasy VII, which just turned 25 this week. Um, that is one of the biggest, that is probably one of the biggest moments of my life because I'm creative and Final Fantasy took, Final Fantasy took me somewhere creatively with, uh, sci-fi and fantasy that I had never been. And it was basically my biggest introduction, uh, to role-playing games and all that kind of shit. Yeah. And action RPGs, um, so that was really big for me and inspired me a lot going forward um, creatively in my life. 
So already Vlad can suck a dick. Um, <laughs> next up, I will never understand what it is with the non-gamers and these moral stances they have to go and take on just not liking video games. It's, not a, it's never enough for them to just not like video games and not participate. Some, some person along the way, on one level or another, they have to go and like vilify the people who do partake in games in video games and the things that make them happy. It used to be Derek Jackson. This is a, this what started my whole beef with Derek Jackson back in the day. Was that it was that his definition of an ain't shit nigga in part um consisted of niggas who um play video games. That was always his characterization. That nigga should be it. That nigga should be out looking looking for looking for ways to please you and looking for things to buy you and he just sitting at home playing Fortnite. Because uh, I'm a grown-ass man. I can do whatever the fuck I want after work. Mm-hmm. So, my thing is, so my thing is this. If you don't like it, don't like it. If you don't fuck with it, don't fuck with it. But don't... Y'all, look, y'all, trying, y'all trying to legitimize just not fucking with a thing. And trying to qualify it with all this shit about depression. How is that any different from the, from the multiple hours that we all spend on social media? I would dare say that... Addiction to social media is worse. Uh, correct. You know, I mean, video games, are, I mean, they're, they're fun. They're an escape, much like social media in a lot of ways is meant to be. Uh, but video games are an escape for most people. There are some people who take this shit seriously, but. Well, the, the, it, usually it, it, those people taking it seriously are also making money off of it. Right. But for most people, it, it's an escape or sometimes it's, it's something to do. Right. There are people who are addicted to their phones and they'll, they'll. They'll stare into the void of social media for hours on end, the same amount of time that people put into video games. By the way, not for nothing, stare at their phone on social media at work. Yeah. At work. Yeah. Do you have the same energy for those people? I did, probably not um, because they're at work, and that's, all that, and, and that's all that really qualifies anymore because we've made this weird culture out of productivity. Yeah. Where you don't count for anything if you're not being productive, even if the job you're working don't really amount to shit. And I don't say that as you working that job means you don't amount to shit, but the, printing the M's on the M and M's doesn't really require all my brain power, right? You know what I'm saying, and so. I, I really get tired of these anti-gamer people because if it's not one vice, it's another. Just because you don't play video games doesn't mean you don't have your vices that you get wrapped up in too. I've heard plenty, I've heard plenty of stories of Vlad at the strip club mm. pouring your money into that. Who's to say that's not a form of depression? I'm just saying that if it's not... If it's not video games, it's going to be something else. Depression manifests itself in all kind of ways. There are people who get up, go to work on time, be productive, and give all of them every single day, clock in, never be late a day in their life, clock out, do their job, mm-hmm. advance, all those things, and are fucking depressed. Yep. The CEO of Bed Bath & Beyond just threw himself out the 18th floor, off the 18th floor last week. 
because he found out that they were going to have to close hundreds of stores and let go, and let go of hundreds of thousands of jobs. I bet he doesn't. Are we looking at what? Are, are are anybody doing articles on him playing fucking video games and shit? Probably not. You're also talking about the opinion of DJ Vlad, though. That is also true. That is also true. You are correct. I think that's something that we have to remember here. Uh, yeah, we and, and and honestly, his stance on video games should not even be the starting point of why we don't fuck with Special Agent Vlad. Yes, I call that nigga Special Agent Vlad because I'm sure he is responsible for more man hours of prison mm. than some law enforcement officials. Vlad can suck my dick. I, I, I see why Joe Budden want to fight him. I get it now. I always, I always said he was a little extreme on Vlad, even though I hate him too. But I see why he wants to slap the shit out of him on sight. So yeah, Vlad can shut the fuck shut up. Shut the fuck up! And the number one person who should shut the fuck up, returning to the number one spot, is Onika Tanya Mirage, um, a.k.a. Star Trek villain number three, a.k.a. Uh, Nicki Minaj. Well, well, well. Nicki Minaj is generally entering Azalea Banks' territory in terms of ranting on the internet about nothing. Um, she was ranting about a lot lately, so it's hard to just pick one. Um, I will say the nastiest of them is just her going after Garcelle Beauvais, who, I guess she's a real housewife now. I will always know her as uh, Jamie Foxx, the love of Jamie Foxx's life from the Jamie Foxx show. Fancy. Fancy. Um, but... Uh, apparently, um, there was an episode of The Real where, because um, Garcelle was on there for uh, a brief time, where they brought on um, the the victim, um, Nikki's husband's victim, you know, because her husband's a rapist, um, and they brought on her. They brought on his his victim to tell her side of the story. Um, and unpack that, and apparently she's holding a grudge about it, and went off on uh, the husband's uh, her husband's mental health issues. Went off on her kids. Um, I have it somewhere. I'm not playing it. Uh, I know she was ranting. It's probably on Queen Radio or whatever the, her current equivalent of that is. Did you care about my fucking son, bitch? Did you care about my motherfucking son, hoe? Fam. No. <laughs> if, if you allow me to answer, no. I do not. Um, the other half of that is the reel has not been on the air for some months now. I don't I think the reel ended in 2021. Um no one gives a fuck. Why do you still give a fuck? Why are you still picking fights about this? Not only that. Um, she was doxing people that had um, criticisms of her, including uh, Kimberly Nicole Foster from For Harriet, which is a damn shame. And it's it's kind of this indirect doxing where she'll repost 
you know your re- most people scratch out the name mm-hmm. and the handle. She knew what she was doing when she didn't, and she basically told the barbs it was a green light, uh, which is supreme nasty. And the nastiest thing about it is that <clears throat> women in media like that, like Kimberly Nicole Foster, would usually in their content be the ones defending women in hip-hop like Nicki Minaj, like Cardi B, um, like the City Girls, and they're right to be as outspoken as the men. Correct. And these are the ones that would usually be on someone like Nikki's side, and you're making and you're trying to make villains of them. Uh, Kimberly Nicole Foster, I don't always agree with her, but she ain't done nothing to nobody. She's outspoken. She, you know, and she has a good platform. She ain't done nothing to nobody. And this is just Nikki punching down. And this is Nikki, not only that, using the barbs to punch down. If you ever wonder, if, if, if you're ever one of these people where it's like, oh, well, what's the difference between that and the hive? Beyonce has a very different relationship with the hive than Nikki does with the barbs. Beyonce is very personally removed from social media. We all know that. She'll post to tease people about the upcoming thing. Um, maybe she'll give, you know, she uses that to give people a taste of her content. Art-wise, if she did a photo shoot, she'll show you that. Those kind of things. Nikki really be on here running her fucking mouth. And pushing 40, as the, as, as the young people would say, it's giving desperate. And it's to a point where you are too old. Just like we talked about with Freddie Gibbs and Benny. You are too old to be playing Gossip Girl on the fucking, on the fucking internet like this. Yeah. This don't make no fucking sense anymore. And you, were just, and you were just running your mouth and going off on anything. You t- uh, uh, blaming old girl, uh, blaming P&B Rock's girl for him getting shot up. Why the fuck do you have anything to say about that at all? In all for all intents and purposes, you should be so far removed from these things, almost to the level of Beyonce, mm-hmm. almost to the level of Rihanna. You notice how we don't hear from them until in, until it's a it's a pivotal moment in their career. You you hear from them when it's something worth hearing. Correct. Hell, you see them when it's something worth seeing. Nicki Minaj doesn't have anything worth <laughs> listening to. I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like that song. No, you're right. That you, song doesn't slap. Like even if you even if you like her music, outside of her music, does she ever does she ever say anything worth listening to about anything outside of herself? No, never. I don't know Nicki's stance on anything except Real Housewives of Potomac. And people that don't like her. And living with sexual predators. Sex offenders, I'm sorry. (laughs) He's actually guilty of it. Right, don't you have bigger problems right now? Don't you have bigger things to worry about? Like Like has your rapist husband turned in all the proper paperwork? Cause you don't want him to get fucked up again? Does she have to walk around with him when he introduces himself to the neighbors? <laughs> Hi, my name is whatever my name is. I am a sexual predator. Probably so. 
Oh, they have that information when they move in now. Like when they when they move into the neighborhood, they have the they the the realtors they have that information. <laughs> I remember one of our listeners was moving into uh, the apartments that I grew up in, and um, I since now since I have left, um, apparently there was a registered sex offender uh, in those apartments, uh, so they did not move in there, but. They have that information going in, so they all, they all know. And there's all and the people that live there are all talking about it. That's him right there watering the lawn, mm-hmm. looking at the paper boy too long. Mm-hmm. You have bigger problems mm-hmm. than this, Nikki. You have much bigger problems than this. Mm-hmm. Um, and and meanwhile, your rival, Cardi B, even though she gets her shit off about you every now and then too, Cardi B. Is out here doing things to better her community. Is out here saying things to better her community and encourage people to have stances and moral ground about something other than her. Because we all know Cardi's mouth. She can defend her fucking self. You have de- have have you probably could defend yourself verbally. But you just choose to weaponize your fandom against people that just happen to say something you don't appreciate. Mm -hmm. And that is peak fucking nasty. You are a villain. You are a villain. If you put, I swear to God, if Nikki put this much effort and energy and resources into, into evening out her thigh to ass ratio, life would improve for her quickly. If she would put this much effort and resources into learning how to twerk properly, watching your videos would not be so cringeworthy and try hard looking. I just don't think she has anything else to offer. She doesn't, because that current song that she's sopping around so fucking hard, uh, sampling Rick James, does not slap. And the only reason it's make it's circling the wagons now is because the barbs keep forcing it on people on fucking TikTok. Mm-hmm. I don't know a, I don't know a single person who just hums that in their every in their everyday living. Remember when Anaconda was out and people were actually like, that was actually a little catchy. Maybe you don't. I, I mean, I remember the song. Um it caught on a little bit. At the time. It did. It did. It, like it was catchy. Shout out to Sir Mix a lot. <laughs> All praise due. All praise due to Sir Mix a lot. Um, but and this is almost the problem. Like, like your output doesn't match your level of commitment to talking shit on the internet. Remember when? Ever, remember when the Lakers were just, when the Lakers had won like twenty games that season, but all we saw was the was the rookies just with selfies with and and ball, what was the name Lonzo Ball with just selfies everywhere and always out there on the on the IG. Oh yeah, we didn't like that either. Get the fucking work. Make a song that slaps these, bare minimum. These BB Hills killing y'all. <laughs> And the thighs don't match. <laughs> I'm telling you, the, I'm telling you, the government has infiltrated with these BBLs. 
they talk about podcast mics. The government has is infiltrating the black community with BBLs. And thighs don't match. <laughs> so Nicki Minaj got to shut the fuck up. Dog. All the way up. Shut the fuck up. I mean, full on up. It like her, God, her voice is it's hard to listen to now. It, it's grating. People talk about like people talk about Doja Cat. Doja Cat does everything I like um, that Nicki Minaj does, but isn't fucking annoying. She shaves off her eyebrows and shit because she's weird, not because we don't like her enough. They they both they both express their need for attention in different ways. Nicki Minaj does it by berating other people. Doja Cat does it by being weird. I I genuinely think Doja Cat is weird. I think she's just weird. Doja- Nikki Nikki does it in a way like like Superman and Batman versus Superman. His whole storyline in that movie is why don't people like me? Well, Doja Cat seems like she used to be the chubby the chubby homegirl in the crew that nobody wanted to smash. <laughs> And once she realized that she was fine, she was like, hey, okay, can y'all look at me now? She'll never look back. Yeah, she's like yeah, FKA, FKA Twigs with dental insurance. Sir. I'm sorry? Sir. I'm sorry. Sorry. It's not that kind of show. damn it. Not that kind of show. God damn it. Sorry. Have we done a podcast, sir? We have. We have. We definitely did a podcast. This is a good episode. This is a good episode. Like I said, I'm trying to I'm trying to even out the mess. It was kind of a slower week, but I, I was I've been trying to even out the mess a little bit, and 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 get back to giving us some 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 stances out here. Mm-hmm. Um, I like this. This is okay. Yeah. Last week I think last week I think we definitely alley ooped that bitch. And I've been told that we have, we've been alley ooping them going in, going into two hundred. Yeah. Thank y'all for that, by the way. This matters to me because I, I I work hard I, I work hard putting together a good show for y'all. We do, we definitely do. But as far as like the rundown and all that shit, I definitely try to make shit y'all want to hear. I think that's fair. And Randall is a good sport. Because if it wasn't for me walking in with this shit, <laughs> I wouldn't know about any of this shit. He wouldn't know, and he would, and he would just go go on about his fucking day. My life would be so much more at peace. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys, honestly, from the bottom of our hearts. Closing in on two hundred, man, it's a it's a big humbling feeling. It really does make me feel good. Um, I am elated to be here and to continue being here. Um, we definitely are. Um, church announcements, D. Randall. Not this week, maybe next week. Next week? Yeah. Okay. Is Getting it, closer. Is it time? Getting closer. Okay, fair enough. Um, Randall got some stuff for you maybe next week. Yeah. Uh, all of our Patreon listeners, uh, new Patreon content will be coming probably within the week. Um, also might have a couple of surprise announcements for you, depending on how fast I get organized. Um, we will be, other than that, we'll be back, um, next week with more foolishness and fuckery until then.
This has been episode 197 mm-hmm. of Opinions While Black. I have been Oz. I'm D. Randall. As always, forever in parting titties. Big ass titties. Bye, niggas. <laughs>